Welcome back to the Nolcast Defensive Preview Series. We will now start with part two of our preview. Appreciate you listening. Thank you to all our sponsors. Hope you guys enjoy the conversation. What do you think? Talk a little uh, little linebacker in the sense that people actually think of them as linebackers? Yeah, we'll talk about uh, that of which we can historically and confidently identify as linebacker. Um, Kind of a consistent theme here, but you don't lose much. Uh, Zaquandre Wright, if you classified him as a as a linebacker, uh, which I think you're appropriate for having him here, but he's just a guy who kind of I mentally remember more as a special teams player than anything else. <laughs> and for getting ejected uh, in a game in which he was not a yeah, player. Yeah, just a, basically a personal foul machine. Wherever, but that came more times than not uh, from either kickoff or a punt-related special team. So, uh, wish Gondre uh, all the best. Looks like he's up at a, a pretty highly regarded JUCO in Iowa. And uh, we'll, you know, wish him nothing but success from here. But uh, as far as players of consequence, no real losses here. Uh, Florida State brings back uh, Dontavius Jackson, one of the more kind of consistent and reliable pieces on the roster. I think you got a pretty good idea as to what you're going to get out of Jackson. Uh, and then the other linebacker most likely is, uh, is Lars Woodby. So um, Emmett Rice is a, is a name associated with this position. Uh, everybody's favorite, uh, DeKalen Brooks is here. Uh, Jaleel McRae, Kalen Deloach, Kevin Glenn all give you some pretty promising faces, uh, new faces on the roster to work with and help to bring up the, uh, help to bring up the floor pretty considerably and make this room, uh, a lot better over time. But as far as what you've got, what you've immediately know, uh, it's Jackson Rice would be in Brooks. Yeah, I think those will be your primary four, uh, for, for most of the year. At, at the one inside linebacker spot, which you can kind of think is more of the the true middle linebacker spot, with Dontavious Jackson, you have a guy like we talked about. We don't really know what we're going to get at, at the edge rusher position, right? Well, with Dontavious Jackson, I think you have a pretty good idea of what you're going to get. He's a physical player. He's a pretty sure tackler. He's willing to take on blocks. He is somewhat limited athletically. Like he's not a real like sideline to sideline freak athlete. But I think if you're going to run a 3-4, at least one of your interior backers really needs to be able to take on blocks. And so he, he's, a, he's a fit at that position. Now, you would like to see him trigger and get downhill more quickly while still diagnosing correctly. And that's, that's an important thing. He's a senior this year. I mean, this is kind of the last chance to show that he can do that. I don't know that he's a big-time NFL guy simply because the NFL is now valuing athleticism at the linebacker position just so much because of, of the, the league's uh, emphasis on passing the ball thanks to, to the new rules there. But he can be a, a good college linebacker for you in his senior year. And yet, I think a lot of people really hope that Emmett Rice pushes him for this position because Emmett Rice is the guy who – what did we hear about this defense all, all, all last year and, and really the whole thing? The backers have got to trigger and get downhill quickly. Don't get caught up in no man's land, right? Remember that? We talked about that a ton. And yet they didn't do it very well last year at times at all. Emmett Rice is the dude who was, was hurt a lot last year, but has always had the ability to trigger and get downhill quickly when healthy. Now, there are some other things he probably doesn't do, right? Like, does he know the pass coverages as well as Dontavious Jackson? Is Is he... I think he's more athletic, but but how is he in space in terms of actually being a coverage player? D- does he does he know what he's doing? Now he's a senior, so again, like kind of last chance here, right? And, unless he got some kind of redshirt, which I don't know about. 
But I think you'll actually see him play a good bit if, if he's healthy because of his ability to, to trigger, get downhill quickly, but also his ability to blitz, right? Like, if you want a guy shooting gaps, Emmett Rice is a guy who can get through gaps really quickly for you from that middle linebacker position. So I, 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 uh, I'm interested to see kind of what the snap breakdown is there and, uh, and, and to see how teams try to exploit the two uh, when, when, when whoever is on the field. Louisiana Hot Sauce, bud. Four years of us being able to brag on a fantastic product. Great partner for us. Uh, something that I use damn near every day, if not multiple times a day. Just want to thank him. This is our fourth season of working with him, like I mentioned. Fourth season of position previews and everything else that we do. Hats off to the people at New Iberia. Thank you again for the opportunity to be able to work with you. And then the other side, you have some really interesting stuff going on here at, at, at the other sort of inside backer position, which is... Jaden Lars Woodby, who was uh, kind of one, one of your nickel guys last year, played played some linebacker for you. And then in the spring, uh, even though he was coming off an injury, so he really didn't get to play a ton, uh, moved back to more of the safety role. And now is back uh, now is back at linebacker and actually more of an interior linebacker position here. I think for a couple reasons. Number one, He's bulked up a good bit, it, it, like with putting on good weight. And it just looks like naturally he's one of these dudes who is going to be a little bit bigger as far as holding muscle. And, and that's they're not going to make the kid starve himself. right? They're going to have him for another year or two uh, minimum because he's only a sophomore now. Uh, but I'm interested to see how he plays as far as taking on blocks, playing in the box, kind of playing through traffic. Because he's always been more of a, of a DB in his career now that he's growing into linebacker size. It is different playing with all that traffic around you as opposed to, to playing more in space. Now, I do think he has some positive attributes there. Mainly his, his first step quickness can really help him. Um, I want to see how he takes on blocks in the box, but I, I think he's going to be fairly physical, assuming his shoulder holds up. And if you put him next to Dontavious Jackson, that's a really nice combination of like power plugger in the middle and a dude who can run sideline to sideline. The other thing that I think necessitated this move is, well, who else do you put there, right? I mean, Adonis Thomas can't play. And looks like all the people who said that Bama basically didn't want him anymore, and that's why he went, you know, transferred to JUCO and then then to Florida State because he he wasn't physical. You got to hit somebody, and, and he doesn't. So I try to stay away from hyperbole on this, but and I'm, I don't say that tongue in cheek. I, I really do. Uh, Adonis Thomas is one of the worst defenders I've ever seen at getting off a block play for Florida State ever. If that Delco. guy gets blocked, it's blocked. You're absolutely right. You're not that guy. Still waiting for him to shed his first blocker, uh, and that's that's frustrating. Uh, big body, uh, physically gifted kid, but just in my opinion, not a not a football player. Certainly not a linebacker. And that's three different staffs who have tried to teach him. By the way. Right, Bama staff, Florida State's old staff, Florida State's new staff, and whatever he got at JUCO or uh, sure, probably in between. Much. I don't know. I mean, you've seen Last Chance. It's, uh, no, I've never watched it. No, you've never watched. Which it's is kind of crazy because our jobs are recruiting, but like, well, and we're in it, and they ripped our voices off and <laughs> changed the name, and then didn't credit us. But uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not you know sour or salty about that at all uh but yeah yeah no not a, not a whole lot of coaching there it's pretty hilarious some of the position coaches 
take this time to thank our friends over at Madison Social for the uh, support they've given us since the inception of the Nolcast. And also want to thank you, the listener. Proud to announce that we're not talking about selling any more tickets. Uh, in fact, they've all sold out for the Jacksonville tailgate. So just an incredible response from our listeners and uh, just the community in general. want to thank you for the support that you've given our sponsors in general, but particularly on this one. Uh, we're fortunate to be able to work with people like Madison Social and Matt and his team, and uh, you guys are put your, put your trust in great hands. Uh, hospitality professionals, uh, and we all look forward to meeting end of August and uh, enjoying a sold-out tailgate and beginning of the football season. Almost 3,000 tickets. Nolcast listeners, y'all are awesome. We recognize a great product. And for those of y'all who didn't get tickets, we're, we are really sorry, but, but we can't say we didn't tell you. We've been promoting this all summer, and it's going to be a blast. We'll see you there. So to get back to this, and, and I completely agree with you on that, your only other guy that you really trust there, unless you want to run out a true freshman, is to Kalen Brooks. Everybody's favorite. And look, everybody's rooting for DeKalen Brooks, but DeKalen Brooks is very limited physically. I mean, they list him at 5'10", 205. And you could play linebacker at 5'10", 205 if you were like the freakiest 5'10", 205 out there. But man, mm. Yeah, he's Look, not. I mean, if, it, it, if I said that tongue-in-cheek, well, everybody's favorite. If uh, things are going well, he's not playing linebacker for Florida State, yeah, right? Like, no, there are certain positions where you can exceptionally limited. Yeah. He, he's he's small, and he's not – I actually don't think he's fast enough to overcome the smallness on that. I'm not saying he's terrible. He's probably actually a little bit better than I thought he would have been because I didn't think he could play when they signed him. I don't know if it's fair to call him slow, but he certainly doesn't uh, recover ground. And then when you watch tape from last year, and uh, I don't look, we don't think that these numbers are perfect. But what did they list him as a twelve pound loss over the over the summer or something like that? I, I just I realized his last name. I grew up uh, being the biggest fan of his dad in the whole world. I'm not trying to knock the kid personally, but just evaluating the the football player. Uh, that's one of the more individuals lacking the gifts necessary to play the position that I've seen be in a conversation to start at Florida State in a long, long time. You're looking back to more like Yarborough at defensive end, Thacker at defensive tackle, stuff like that, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, you're, I, I, think, I think you're exactly right. Uh, Kendrick Stewart at D-tackle as well. To, but he could do backflips, back. bud, so that was different. He could backflip. That was different. This is, this is true. So yeah, I think I think would be over Brooks makes a lot of sense. Um, talk about a floor ceiling thing there, wow! But I got to give give this staff some credit. They have brought in some dudes who are going to change this position in a hurry. Maybe not this year. I'll, I'll, I do think these three guys are going to play in Jaleel McCray, Kellen Deloach, and, and Kaban Glenn. But man, like next year. Year after, like next year's show, we're going to say, okay, Dontavious Jackson is gone. Emmett Rice is gone. They, they graduated. Uh, Donis Thomas is gone. He graduated. That's, hey, that should all help the APR, right? Assume they actually graduate. Like next year, we might be talking about two new starters because who knows if, if, if would be, if large would be sticks at linebacker. But I think in year two, Deloach and Glenn or McCray, I think you're going to get two starters out of that group. So things are going to look up here at a qu- with a quickness. 
I think Deloach is your starter next year if he's healthy. Uh, we'll see. Uh, something to keep in the back of your mind. But three really nice pieces here that, uh, as we both said, will we'll raise the level of talent in that room pretty considerably. So good, nice, nicely adjusted uh, from that staff. Resolution Home Loans is proud to be a sponsor of the Nolcast for yet another year and to help bring you these season preview episodes and hopefully make your August a little more enjoyable. They're also here to help you find a good home loan. Mine is through Resolution. Almost 30 Nolcast listeners have now used Resolution Home Loans to find their mortgage. That's the key. Working with Shannon Young, great customer service, great rates. He'll walk through the process, 844-FSU-LOAN or visit FSUHomeLoans.com. Two things I want to see from this group in terms of, of coaching, right? I want to see their communication in pass coverage, both with each other and also with the secondary. I think last time last year there were way too many guys doing their own thing and not working together as a team, which allowed for easy plays. You want to make you want to make the opponent beat you physically. Now I'm not saying they have freaks here at linebacker, so beating them physically may not be the toughest thing in the world, but you don't want to give them the freebies like they gave them too often last year, in my opinion. There were some complaints about this at Oregon, some as well. So I, I definitely have an eye on this position and the coaching at this position. I also want to see guys who are supposed to do it not jump around blocks and actually take on blocks in the three four. You've got to be able to take on some blocks, and you have to be able to trigger and get downhill quickly if that's your role. Two things I'm looking for. Uh, I will say on the positive side, this was an excellent tackling team last year. Of all the things we criticized him for, you didn't see a whole lot of runs where dudes just broke tackles, right? I mean, like they were pretty much on the ground. They do rep tackling, and they, they get dudes on the ground. I think one of the uh, advanced analytics, and who knows how, how well these things are, uh, I believe in them overall. I'm just not sure that some of these things we've got all the information correct. But I think uh, it had Woodby as like the third most uh, assured tackler in the country last year or something like that, basically with whatever radius they measured it. Uh, but to drive home your point, very solid at tackling and a lot of complaints to be made about the linebackers, but uh, missed tackles and, and blown tackles are not not one of them. So this is an interesting question here, right? Um with advanced analytics and things like that, how many tackles did did, did Jaden even make last year? Looks like 24 solo and 34 assisted. So, I mean, you're talking about like not – so and 41 total? It doesn't add up. But let's just go with 41 total because I, I believe the total number. That's not that many at bats. So I do think there's a chance here to where sample size comes into play. When when you're evaluating like the the sure tackleness sure tackleness is that even a word uh, of individual players, but as a team, I think you can track missed tackles pretty well relative to opportunities and, and, and get a pretty good number. So I I do think that is a really good point by you. But he should fit in well and and, and tackle well, assuming his shoulder is healthy. We're excited to be doing these previews, and we're excited to tell you about Travis Johnson. Attorney at law, Travis Johnson is one of two, only 280 board-certified family law attorneys in the state of Florida. That's out of 110,000 licensed attorneys in Florida. There are a lot of them. He's one of the best. AV rated, he's on super lawyers, he's taught university classes, he's presented at CLEs. He has a statewide practice based in Pensacola, but will come to you anywhere you need in the state. From a small family law matter to big complex family law litigation, he's there for you. 
also very experienced in, in appellate work. But remember, appellate work with family law can be difficult to win. Travis wants you to win the first time, 850-435-9919, to get experienced, quality family law representation. Travis Johnson of MetterJohnsonLaw.com. You want to go want to go ceiling and floor on this one? Ceiling and floor here. Um, ceiling is this that Jackson plays at a, a level that is uh, he retains his consistency and also uh, is a little bit more of an instinctive player, plays like a senior, is able to read the offenses in front of him, maybe makes one or two plays on the other side of the line of scrimmage, and that Lars Woodby is the standout prospect that you thought you were getting out of high school. And, and what he showed you a lot last year, he stays healthy, uh, continues to grow into his body and, and knowledge of what's asked of him. Uh, I think best-case scenario, you're looking at Jackson, who's maybe a maybe – a, third team all-conference candidate uh would be has enough splash pace to maybe make him a second or third team uh candidate as well and this is one of the uh one of the maybe four or five better units in the conference i'm i think i'm pretty okay with that as far as far as the ceiling i, I don't have a whole lot of disagreement um yeah i mean if they're if they're top five that's upper third if, if everything goes exactly according to plan I, I i could see that there are some good good linebacker units in this conference obviously miami is is studly we think nc state will, will be better but yeah I, I think that's that's fair what what are you thinking about for a floor so the floor is uh look the floor the floor can be as low as you want to be at when you talk about if if you have injuries, concentrated injuries. Uh, but if Jackson stays healthy, that we both said this. One of the more consistent pieces that you have on the roster. One of the safer bets that you have. And uh, if Woodby's out there, I don't. Uh, I, again, uh, I'm not in love with this unit, but I think the downside of this unit is uh, not nearly the amount of variance at some of the other places we've talked about and. Maybe not one of the better uh, top half, but I'd I'd have a hard time seeing this unit fall below maybe eighth or ninth in the conference. Worst case scenario, I think I'm right there with you. A lot of these teams lose a whole lot: Louisville, Tech, you know, Pitt, UNC, Duke. Cuse actually lost a decent bit at linebacker. I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah, I, I think that the floor is is kind of middle of the pack ACC. Um, and especially because I do think that they have some some guys who could play and not be terrible among their third stringers, right? Like, like a, a Deloach and, and a Glenn and a McCray. Dudes who work hard, who want to be good, who are coming for spots. Like, for instance, let's say Dontavious was only a junior this year or something, right? And, and he got an extra year. I don't know that if Dontavious is here in, in 2020 that he's guaranteed a spot. Like, he's pretty consistent, but... The ceiling of some of these other guys is certainly higher than him, so I'm I'm right there with you. We're 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 in lockstep so far on the defensive side of the football. Um, I'm 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 thinking this is this is looking okay here at linebacker. You said top five is your uh, top four, top five is your ceiling. Yes, I think that's really fair, right? Like in no circumstance are they going to be better than Miami unless Miami is just wrecked by injuries. I don't think they'll be better in Virginia, and I don't think they're going to be better than Clemson if you count like an Isaiah Simmons for them as a linebacker, which he's like, you know, bigger than would be. So I would probably count him as as one of those. 
I'm I do think that that they need to do a better job in pass defense this year. Uh, they were they were actually pretty good last year at, at allowing like 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 stopping short passes, but some of the longer stuff over the middle between the hashes got blamed on the safeties, and I'm not sure that it wasn't the fault of, of the linebackers at times. So I'm interested to see that. Last year, stopping the run, everybody was kind of complaining about that for a lot of the offseason. You want to guess where they, where they ranked last year in, in terms of run stopping? 26th nationally in, in rushing S&P defense. That's pretty damn good. So for all the complaints about the running, and yes, NC State did run it down their throat and Florida had some success running. But they faced a number of pretty good run games last year and overall were, were much better against the run, 26th, than they were against the pass, uh, 44th. So just something to uh, something to monitor there for sure. 